Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Sports are easy to disagree on. Let's see what happens when sports talk hosts talk about something they agree on. No, 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 hold on. I'm saying drivers who switch and save with Progressive could save hundreds. Well, I disagree. I think drivers who switch and save with Progressive could save hundreds. <laughs> Come on, man. Wait, I think we're saying the same thing. Oh, so uh, what do we do now? Everyone agrees that drivers who switch and save with Progressive could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings by new customer surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2020 and May 2021. Potential savings will vary. Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello, kitties. This is yours, Julie, John Kassir, the voice of the Crypt Keeper. And you're listening to Slasher Radio. <laughs> You are listening to Slasher Radio. My name is Mikey Bones, and as always, I'm joined by the marvelous cat and the wonderful Rob Humphrey. What's going on, guys? Nothing. Just been sitting around waiting on you guys to start. Uh... <laughs> oh. Listen to the Easter eggs, is all I could say. Guys, we are revving up for the semifinals and the finals. Don't do it. He didn't. I was waiting on you. Rob, don't do it. <laughs> I, I was waiting on you. Okay, don't do it. I thought you were going to do it. The Murder Madness Tournament. Of the Lord Humphrey <laughs> Cup. God. I'm going to start bleeping it. <laughs> and um, we figured we the, the best way to do it. Well, this is really Rob's idea, shockingly enough. Uh, the best way to do it would be to have a little panel on. We could talk about the tournament a little bit in general and really make sure we get the, the, the winner of this tournament right. And we are joined by some guests, IR Chris, Camp Counselor Greg, and Amber. Ladies and gentlemen, what's happening? What's up, guys? Hello. Rob, this is one of the best ideas you've had because I still yeah. need the other two. <laughs> and Rob, I'm kind of liking the whole Lord Humphreys Cup. That's going to have a nice ring to it. Right, I know. That's what I think, too. Uh, yeah. I'm not even going to make fun of it. I'm not going to call it something like the Hobo Rob Red Solo Cup. <laughs> <laughs> Amber, what the hell, man? What? It, 
it's got a good ring to it, Mikey. I can't help it. Yeah. If you would have called it the <clears throat> bones cup or something or chalice or whatever, that would have been good too. But it went with Lord Humphrey's cup. That's got a ring to it. Yeah, you put Lord in front of my name. It just sounds right, Mikey. I wouldn't go that far, hon. <laughs> First rubber and now this. Uh-huh. <sighs> All right. I asked you, Mikey, about how I could apply to be a saint. And, uh, <laughs> you never got back to me about it. So. Hey, I'm still looking through the paper. Okay. It seems All extensive. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I know you're overqualified, Rob. No doubt. Wow, what an asshole. No question. No question. All right. Well, um, we're not going to do a new segment today. We don't got no voicemail segment today. I'm sure there's a lot of opinions going around. And as if we haven't heard enough on Twitter, we would like to ask you guys. <laughs> I don't even want to ask. We wanted to hear some of your bigger contentions with the list. Because as you everybody's seen, there, there's been a shitstorm on Twitter about this damn thing. Chris, I know what you're going to say, but you can go ahead and start us off if you want to. So exactly how many fucking cheat codes were you giving the director to get as far as she did, let alone pass Crowley? Wow. How many fucking cheat codes? Was not expecting that. As, as, <laughs> I, it's, it's a fair cop. Victor is confined to okay, Victor is confined to his swamp. What is she going to do? Load up a bus with everything there and be like, "Go nuts, guys." That's not the problem. That's I, I, I'm going to disregard that as a problem because they she's got one of everything. Like I don't think acquiring Victor Crowley is the problem in the scenario. But um, I, before we started the bracket uh, during the episode, I pointed out that there was a lot of, like, more than any other character on the list, the director was going to have a lot of leeway. Uh, Even when I suggested her, I asked, like, what we were and were not going to allow for the tests. And, uh, like, we we never came up with a clear answer. So I'll admit it. No, I wrote it on the spreadsheet. What? I wrote the answer on the spreadsheet. How can anyone read that fucking spreadsheet? (laughs) I will stand up for the decision a little bit. Only and and everybody knows how much I hate that damn movie, The Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, which is a shame because you shouldn't, because it's a great film. Really, because it sounded like you're now its biggest apologist. Absolutely not. Ooh, that ooh, Greg ooh. though is an argument for another day. We're not about to yes, do that right is. now, Greg. We're not okay. We're okay. Not do that. All right. Okay. I'm not. We, we got to avoid these minds. These Greg minds. Cat fell into one earlier. <laughs> I feel like I'm about to fall in a second one because I will say the director get did get a lot of leeway. I, it's fair. Okay, but you didn't you didn't give anybody else their leeway. I think we did. Victor Victor literally revives practically instantly throughout the course of the movies. What can she do to keep him down? Nothing. Hold on. Hey, Chris, Chris, you ready? I know what she can do. Send the big old giant snake. Yeah. It eats Crowley. Snake wins. Director moves on. Belt Sanders through the stomach. He wouldn't have got that far. The snake would have grabbed him before he had a chance to grab any sort of weapon. Even done he pulls for. that shit out of his goddamn asshole. Where did he get? Where did he get an eight foot long chainsaw? Who the fuck cares? It's a goddamn swamp ghost. And then if we're then if you're giving her all the cheat codes, then I'd like to get a redecision on Jason because the second <laughs> there first, it is. first, oh, first okay. <laughs> pinhead first pinhead has to kill living Jason. Lightning strikes him. He's revived. Now we, they have to kill zombie Jason. Oh no, he fell onto nanites. Now you have Uber Jason tearing down his ass. 
I, I just want to point out real quick that Chris went through that entire fucking argument about Cabin in the Woods. He didn't care about Cabin in the Woods and Victor Crowley. That was his setup for it was this a trap. Right I walked right into it again. Oh. Right. Well, it started there. And then, and then she's bringing, a, her whole argument was bringing in shit outside of the movie. Wait, what? You were bringing in the, the book lore early on. Oh, I yeah, I, I will admit it had been a long time. It had been a long time since I had, but I don't think I made any arguments. Like I cited stuff from the book, but I went back after I watched Hellraiser. I, I rewatched it for the first time in a long time. And um, like, I don't think I made any, I, I evaluated it while I was sober. I don't think it would have changed my mind about the argument. Like I still feel good about everything that I said. I do, however, like, I wish I had cited more movie samples instead of book samples. I will say, though, like, I, it's been hard for me because the books are so good for some of the lore, some of the, like, source material for these things is so good, and it explains so many questions that the movies only kind of touch on, but I've, I've corrected it. I'm, we're good. <laughs> Cite one example where he fights on any near that power level. What human is going to have the power level of Jason? But he he deals in souls. Like, whatever Jason is, is something that can be confined, presumably. Like, he's got some kind of spirit. Jason has no one. It doesn't matter. Kirsty didn't have any once. She stumbled into the lament configuration, and she's like a million times smart. Listen. She purposely opened it. <laughs> she fell into his trap. Jason wouldn't open it. He would step on that box and just go on to the next council. Touching, no, touching the box is going to be more than enough to let him through. Like you the box operates it. itself. The box operates itself. Like if someone else opens it, they literally showed in bloodlines. It doesn't matter who opens it. It's whose desire to open it is. Jason wouldn't give a shit about that trinket. The only thing he would use it for is probably cram it through somebody's mouth. But then, see, we would run into the same. It's hard. See, that, that's the way I think a lot of people are looking at it, too, Chris. It, if we got into the real technicalities of it, you know, we're, we're talking one-on-one. -on -one. If they were in front of each other, you know what I mean? And I, I truly... One-on-one, -on -one except the director brings 90 on one? Well, that's her thing, man. That, that's what we... Well, look what we're dealing with with fucking Samara. By unleashing all the monsters. You guys were talking about waking the Titans that Jason would ruin the movie. No, it wouldn't. Because Jason would never fucking use any of the artifacts. He'd go in there, see an empty cabin, be like, fuck this shit. Move on to the next one. Or he'd find the tunnel. But then there's no win there. You know, it's just, that was the problem we were at with um, Hellraiser, uh, uh, Pinhead, and Freddy, too. It's like, you know, it's looked at as a, Robin said, it looks, it's looked at as like a draw at that point. You know, it's like, if they were in front of each other, I truly stick to my, and as much as I like Jason Morgan, I stick to my guns with it because I picture a more, if we have to pick one Jason, it's Jason versus Pin. So I would think a zombified Jason would stand a better chance than a human Jason. Now, the zombified Jasons were slower. They walked up and, you know, just kind of stood there and took it in the ass for a little bit. You're only going to take it in the ass so long for Pinhead. And then by, at that point, you know, like Jason might have just stepped in. It was just a bad matchup, I think. They trust it broke my heart. I, I argued with these two. I begged, please, let's redo it. And I didn't like it either, man. And, but I mean, if we're bringing in outside, if that fight had outside lore, then 
I mean, Sabini Jason literally fought his way out of hell. And, uh, and took Lucifer's and took Lucifer Lucifer's three pronged dildo. Well, that will just saying. Man. Hey now. Excuse me, bitch. I don't know. Greg, Greg, Rob, Amber. I mean, because um, well, see, Pinhead being Jason, fine. Pinhead doesn't beat Carrie. <laughs> Pinhead doesn't beat Carrie. Hard, hard to agree. That's, that's, I'm gonna start there. Uh-uh. Among everything else that y'all have gotten wrong. I'm going to start there. What <laughs> the fuck? Greg, Greg is the only person who's drawn the line at Pinhead doesn't beat Carrie. <laughs> right. I know. I'm still trying to wrap my head around that. Yeah. <laughs> Freddy Krueger, fine. Jason, fine. Carrie, no. I know. No, because Freddy would have beaten Pinhead. <sighs> I really want to fight, but I need to like reserve my energy. I feel like he does have a point. He does have a point with Carrie because. Everything in that room is up for grabs for her, including every single shard object in his head. Every nail immediately goes into the center of his skull. But she didn't even know how to use her shit, though. You know? It would have been instinctive, and she, she would have turned those hooks right around on him, on yeah. Pinhead. She's so good. At, like he, he's, he's so, so good at manipulation, though. She's so vulnerable. He could break her. <laughs> He could, like, yeah. and then he's got access to her telekinetic powers. There's just no way. Pinhead got beat by an asylum doctor who just basically then ended up trapping him to a statue. Yeah, but an asylum doctor is not... Carrie had her own strengths, but she was very vulnerable and very sheltered, and Pinhead would see that as a weakness that he could use against her. Like, there's there's just... there's I. I stick by that one as well. I have to agree with Kat on that one because, yeah, I mean, she even, even in the movie, you see the back, back flashes or whatever they're called of her mom saying, they're all going to laugh at you. They're all going to laugh at you. She was just too vulnerable. He would break her in a heartbeat. And the one that, that puzzles me is why in the hell did the son of fucking Satan, Damien, lose? This is the son oh of Satan. This go. this is a child that was born of a jackal that had these powers to just basically drop you anywhere from an elevator to poisoning you with gas to just basically staring at you and, and your head just fucking inside turns to fucking jello. You know, that that's one we haven't heard yet, Amber. We've heard a lot of shit about a lot of matchups. Rob, uh, Damien went out to, uh, no, Damien beat Pazuzu. And then went out to Nathan Walls. But Rob, you you had a tough time putting them past Pazuzu. You didn't want to do it. Well, I, I think Pazuzu was a weird matchup. That was that was the whole thing with that. I, I it's weird when you got the son of Satan against the demon. Yeah, because that's son like of, his bitch. Son of Son of Satan win. But and he did. Yeah. Yeah. Against Pazuzu, yeah. Yeah. But how he lost to, to Nathan Wallace? Yeah, well, I, come on. I mean, don't look at me, man. I, I didn't even see that musical. Rob, you really should, though. I know you don't like musicals, but you really should. Rob would love that movie. Is it as good as the musical number in The Shape of Water? Jeez. What? No. Are you talking about Grinding Nemo? (laughs) Pretty much. No. What? The Shape of Water? No. Grinding Nemo doesn't count for anything except for Beastie No, come on now. It's a good movie. (laughs) All right, well, hold on, hold on. I want to just get, because me and Kat, I think, uh, Rob didn't see Repo, so, you know, he was kind of handicapped on that one. But me and Kat both picked Nathan. 
I saw. I or I heard. Right. I want to hear you guys. Who else is on the side with uh, with Damien? Me. Me. Chris, you too. He has literal powers from hell. Okay, but let me ask you guys this, and then you guys can go. I just want to know this: if Nathan stabbed him in the throat, would he die? You're assuming he gets that close. I seriously doubt if he would be close enough to Damien because Damien is one of them types. Even from the little kid, when they showed the little kid, the original and second one as a teenager, he's very reserved. He's very, he's very self reserved and i do not think that he would allow anybody to get close enough to him and i think the minute that you know he sensed anything boom he's gonna blow your brain plain and simple i will say um i still think i i'm not going to reverse my opinion on this like universally but i will say i think one of the advantages that Nathan had in the way that I was picturing it is because it in a chaotic environment like Repo I think he could go along undetected a lot more I think if you dumped Nathan into the uh Omen universe I I think he probably would not have gotten close enough to do it I think with all of the chaos um and just general depravity of Repo uh it would be a lot easier to to sneak up on someone with evil intentions. And I can agree with you on that, Kat. I really and truly could because I tried to look at all angles of it, but just, you know, this is the son of Satan. This this, this trumps Rosemary's baby, basically. Th- that and this whole thing was marketed as kind of a death match of icons. Right. What did these be taking place in randomized arenas? Well, even if the arena is randomized, like it, it depends on how chaotic of environment it is. I think, I, I think Nathan thrives on chaos. It's hard to spring up on somebody by surprise when you're singing a song. <laughs> <laughs> That's, you're only saying that because you haven't seen Repo. <laughs> Although music does sue the Savage Beast, so maybe he could lure Damien in with, ah. with a song and then and then stab him. But would he die? Maybe you can show him video of him killing Paris Hilton. Who knows? <laughs> oh yeah, I'd watch that over. <laughs> but you're forgetting you're forgetting the biggest biggest issue of this whole tournament. Oh lord! You know what I'm going to say? Well, <laughs> Rob knows what I'm going to say. Unfortunately, is that rubber beats Candyman. That is the travesty Sorry. of this whole thing. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, uh, Greg's biggest things in this oh. whole tournament is defending Carrie and Robert's attire. I can't. And Asami. Oh God, we didn't even get to that yet, uh, guys. Love me so, Sami. Do we really have to talk about rubber again? No. Okay, I'll, I'm gonna skip the rubber thing. But another thing that kind of is curious with me is you guys have all these people on here, including Annabelle, but you don't have Edel Lorraine Warren. Could you imagine them going up against some of these beasts? Do you actually think they'd win, or do you actually think that they would lose? Well, they would lose to some of these. They would get their ass torn in half. <laughs> do you honestly yes. think so? Yeah. What, what, what is Ed or Lorraine going to do against Freddy or Jason? Michael Myers. <laughs> They're going to pull out a rosary, and then Jason's choking <laughs> that bitch out with it. Chris going. They have no yeah, powers, Chris. and they are frauds. <laughs> I like the movies, but the Warrens are frauds. I so, did. I thank did this purpose, thank, purposely for Chris. Thank you for riling up Chris. Yeah. <laughs> Do we need to put a legal disclaimer on that so we don't get sued by somebody? 
know. No, no, you know how I feel about rubber, so we can move past that <sighs> unless unless Rob wants to um, discuss it. I mean, I don't think there's anything left to discuss about it. They were wrong. They've legit. They delegitimized <laughs> the Lord Humphrey Cup, and I'm sad about it. Chris, where are you Aww. in this whole fucking mess with rubber? Well, I was going to say this whole thing. Uh, you you picked you picked the one day I have to be sober. So this is you're getting spicy, Chris tonight. Okay. Well, well what's here's my th- here's my thing. With, here's my thing when it comes to Robert versus Candy. Can telekinesis t- touch a ghost? Ah, yeah. What about that, Rob? Yes. <laughs> That's it. What is there to grab onto? If anything, Candyman is a, is more of a meme, a meme than anything. The hook. Mm-hmm. If the hook can puncture the tire as you guys proposed, then the hook can be grabbed onto. Yeah, but can Candyman, it, it, doesn't he have a, a solid form? Because whenever he put his arms around um, the Virginia Madison, Virgin, yeah, thank you. You know, she he literally had a hold of her, him, and she had a hold of him. Poltergeist moves shit all the time, so not having a physical form doesn't mean much. It's Candyman. It's not uh, Casper the Friendly Ghost. He fades in and out of existence all the time. What is the what is the, what is physical of him other than him basically using Poltergeist level powers to basically punch through things? I don't want to answer that question because I feel like it's going to be me defending Rubber. And that's not the side that I want to take. Join the join the dark side, Chad. Come on over. It's nice. Chad, you, Chad, you, you opened your mouth. You put the subject there. Explain. Uh, he does have a physical form, though, because the body's there. At the the body burns. Yes. It implies he has some level of physical form. Thank you. I don't think that Robert the Tire wins, but I do think Candyman. I. He at least I'm I I don't think he's there all the time because obviously there's the security camera footage so he obviously has like some capacity of when he does and does not want to materialize. So what you're saying, Robert the tire has to lure Candyman to a tire yard, spill a whole bunch of gasoline, and then drop a drop a lantern. Yes, and he has to make he has to trick Candyman into thinking that he wants to be materialized because obviously he has control over the ability or he would just have like a physical form all the time that would be immune to stuff and not full bees. So you're admitting that Robert would win. No, that's oh <laughs> the exact God opposite. <laughs> Robert doesn't win. All of this really stems around how even though Mikey hates air quotes this movie he did do some research where bees could not shred up a tire <laughs> damn right shout out to beesource.com <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite thing that happened during this entire thing and for no other reason than that i'm glad we did this stupid tournament i'm gonna check that form and see if anyone else replied while you guys <laughs> also, there's also another point i want to bring up you let sadako move forward but kayako was never killed that so that was my argument uh, with Kayako. And one of you, I forget who it was, said that she couldn't leave the house, which is a lie if you watch the, the Japanese films. I always say I've been meaning to watch the the Jab. I've never seen the original, which I think is fair for a character like Kayako. But dude, those movies were so bad; it's hard for me to watch it. Now, what you need to do is go watch the masterpiece of Sadako versus Kayako on Shutter. Yes, <laughs> also that. <laughs> I don't know about that, but. 
I, I just see Chucky finding his way. Like, I just don't see Kayoko intelligent enough to get around. Like, if Chucky had seen her, I, I just don't see her being smart enough to leave before Chucky says, fuck you, mother, and burns everything down. Burning the house does nothing. Burning the house actually made the curse worse. Burning the house did give her the ability to, I, at least in the, um, it's been a long time since I've seen uh, Juwan, but in the later, in, in the Americanized version of it, burning the house actually gave her the ability to like move on and it, it did make the curse notably worse. I That's why I don't think like, I don't think it's a clean kill for Chucky. I, I ended up conceding on that one. I disagree. <laughs> you, you shouldn't. The only protection Chucky has against her is voodoo. And nothing in Western magic would affect Eastern spirits. It'd be like the Ghostbusters trying to go up against Sadako or Kyaku. They're bringing the wrong tools. I don't know. I, I just don't see... I see Chucky being smart enough to engage and being able to get away from it. Chucky was beaten by a little kid three times. I think he gets away from it. I, I think even if he puts a pin in it... He never wins, though. Chucky never should have advanced. I don't know. But speaking of Chucky advancing... Oh, God. How did you have him beating Hannibal? Thank you! Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Rob, you want to, He changed his name to Lord Humphrey. The mo Hold on. The, the, the moment Hannibal notices something's wrong with this doll, he, he kills it instantly, pops the head right off. Problem solved. It's a fucking doll. He'd use that doll as like, like, come on, he's a fucking doll. No, nope, I think Chucky kills Hannibal easily. He's one of the most intelligent killers on the bracket. But but that uh, intelligence, as we've seen, is very important. But I also think being a sneaky, hiding in plain sight. And keep in mind, too, who's to even say he finds Chucky first? Let's keep in mind. we, Dude, it, what him and Tiff did in Bride of Chucky sneaking around committing fucking practically mass genocide with all the people they're killing and in a van with two human beings and they didn't even notice they were real you know and when they were sneaking around these places they weren't even seen most of the time he could sneak up on on hannibal man yeah but, oh, he could. but, the, but the, okay. biggest, the biggest argument okay. with, the biggest argument with that could be though is because they were young hannibal lecter He's an older gentleman. He's very refined, very educated. Right, uh, yeah. Very charismatic. Cool. He would turn that doll into Tupperware. I'm telling you. If he got the jump, yes. Again, this is also a death match. I'm assuming that somewhere Lord Humphrey on his throne of skulls <laughs> is like Chucky versus Hannibal Lecter, round one. Fight. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I just want everybody listening to this right now to know that Rob changed his name in this uh, call to Lord Hump. I just figured that needed to be pointed. No, okay. Okay. I don't, I don't see what the problem is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, knew, I can change your name. <laughs> Stop it. Um, all right. I mean, the, I'm glad that we, I mean, you know, we, we had to have it out about the fucking, you know, I mean, it, w there was a, a small uproar on Twitter. For over a few of these so you know those need to be discussed but i'm glad we were able to get some other ones in there too like i'd never thought of the whole damien thing oh you 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 already you already started my my hashtag triggered census when in the direct messages when i was posting news like chris don't <laughs> listen <laughs> chris trying to be productive and i gotta ruin his day 
So hold on. I have one last question. One last question. Okay. How did how is Pennywise not in the final four? Uh that that was a tough one for me. Here's the answer. Here's the answer how he wins to the final four. Deadlights. He freezes them and kills them. But he doesn't. <sighs> he never fucking uses the deadlights. He He's the closest thing to the god to goddamn Cthulhu in this tournament. You're literally talking an elder god and you've and taking Carrie out of this fight. You more or less took away the only person who could technically fight him. Nobody else has the shining. That uh, damn shit. I mean, hold on. I mean, you, then then if that's the case, I mean, he what? Him versus Rose the Hat, right? They both have the shining. No, she doesn't. So then she has an imitation of it. But she'd be able to sense it, right? He, she'd be able to sense him, but much like the Overlook Ghost at the end of Doctor Sleep. She's not going to do much against a malevolent entity that's out to get her, especially when you consider throughout that whole timeline of her appearance, her and her whole band are starving to death. She's not even at full power. I'll, I'll be honest. Didn't see Dr. Sleep. Don't really want to. It's mm -hmm. a sequel to the worst movie ever made. Um, but if, if she like hunts that energy, right, and, and Pennywise has that energy... Wouldn't she want to draw his energy from him and make herself and her crew stronger and then yes. maybe overtake Pennywise? But she's also afraid of dying herself, and he feeds on her, their fear. He's, mm. he's a bigger nightmare than, than Rose ever is. But Rose wears a hat. But, 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 but Pennywise, <laughs> he, used, he used the deadlights on Bev in the remake. Um, in chapter one from 2017, and then you, uh, and then at the in the end of the 90 miniseries, he had them in deadlights, and in the end of it, chapter two had uh, Richie in the deadlights, I think. Yeah, right. So, so all you got to do that's like here, you know, here, here's a quick free spell, blinding light of your <laughs> your days grabs you and eats you. I mean, Pennywise should be in the final four, but you you assume that Rose gets anywhere near his layer. He's he's a, he he has, he has a citywide area influence. She has to run the gauntlet because if everybody has to go through the goddamn cabin to fight the director, they have to fight their way to Pennywise's main body. Well, well, hold on though. Wait a minute, because that that's a matchup that hasn't happened yet. Who's to say? You know, I mean, he didn't even get to her. Candyman was knocked out by uh, um, not Candyman. I'm sorry, Pennywise was knocked out by Candyman. Who's to say that deadlight shit works on Candy? I mean, if I mean, if if he takes a corporeal body, which he does, they he, he would freeze him and he would eat him. And Robert the Tire just has to set fire to Candyman. I mean, that means there's something that that can that a Candyman does fear. Robert the Tire beats Pennywise, right? No, sure. Why not? <laughs> he doesn't have enough psychic power. He, he can't get caught up in the deadlights. He doesn't have eyes. <laughs> Oh shit! But he's also fighting something that could turn into a kaiju-sized spider. I just picture a Goodyear tire shaking in front of a giant spider. <laughs> you know what? Hold on. Give me two days, and I will have an answer to that question. Oh god! I expect a th I expect a thirty-minute dissertation on YouTube. You know what? I can just do a one-minute video on uh, on TikTok. I'll be fine. Cause yeah, I'm on there. <laughs> oh, of course he is. This just in from the awesome family dinner department. 
Chicken tenders are a win, and they're now on sale at Shaw's. That's right. Today through Thursday, pick up fresh chicken tenders for only $2.97 a pound. Limit two packages. Serve chicken tenders with fries, with coleslaw, with potato wedges. You name it, your family will love it. Pick up in store or for convenient curbside pickup and delivery options, order online at Shaw's.com. Shaw's, the official supermarket of the WEEI Red Sox Network. This just in from the awesome family dinner department. Chicken tenders are a win, and they're now on sale at Shaw's. That's right. Today through Thursday, pick up fresh chicken tenders for only $2.97 a pound. Limit two packages. Serve chicken tenders with fries, with coleslaw, with potato wedges. You name it, your family will love it. Pick up in store or for convenient curbside pickup and delivery options. Order online at Shaw's.com. Shaw's, the official supermarket of the WEEI Red Sox Network. Hey, have you tried Moe's Homewrecker yet? It's a fully loaded burrito, and it comes with this epic new guacamole. Yeah, you heard me. Guacamole. One bite, and you'll be saying, what the guac? Wait, hold up. I said that wrong. It's more like, what the Moe's Homewrecker Burrito is awesome. And yeah, it comes with guac. Welcome to Moe's. You guys, I have a question. I, I have a legitimate question for, for those of you who are defending Pennywise right now. Uh, and, like, uh, it's not to spark up more controversy. It's just genuine curiosity. Did you know how powerful Pennywise was supposed to be based off of either the miniseries or the movies? Did, like, you get that he was an eldritch being? Did you get what was going on with the deadlights, like, without the book knowledge? Yes. Yeah, because I didn't, I didn't, I didn't read the book. Okay. No, that was way too. That was too many pages. Okay. If it had above like thirteen and no pictures, I was out. <laughs> All right. I'm with you on that one. I wasn't happy about the Pennywise thing. I just want to go on record. I, 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 I conceded. It. I, it hurt me to do it. I almost but, want to submit a submission for a wild card bracket and bring in Randall Flagg and you sons of bitches. So I also uh, talked about Randall Flagg because I, he, he would have been. It would have been a fun one to have. Who the hell is Randall Flagg? From The oh, Stand. No. <laughs> but it's not a movie. He's in The Stand, and also he's one of the main antagonists of the Dark Tower series. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know no Randall Flagg. Uh-uh. <sighs> Are we doing left side first or right side first? Let's do the right side first. Ooh. And I just want to point out before we, because I will forget, my grandmother told me that uh, Samara scares the absolute shit out of her. <laughs> so as much as robbing me, like this whole time, we're getting pissed off that this this ring ghost is running through these everybody. I mean, I told my grandmother a little about it. She's like, oh, from the ring, she scared the shit out of me. So according to my grandmother, there's nothing wrong with Samara being where she's at, apparently. I didn't think Grandma Bones was scared of anything. <laughs> scared this dog, apparently her. She scared the shit out of me. I would, I would still argue that Samara and Kiyaku should be up at uh, both of them. Then we can literally argue who actually wins Sadako versus Kiyaku. Well, <laughs> see, Kiyaku didn't scare the shit out of my grandmother. So really, you know, wasn't really worth it. I'll tell you what the woman wasn't scared of. Hit me in the ass with a wooden spoon. <laughs> she was not afraid to do that at all. I understand that. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Grandma's not good for that one. My ass still hurts.
Um, all right. So let, let's talk about the, this is the semifinals of the tournament right here that we're breaking down. And we have Rose the Hat versus Candyman. What do you guys think? I say Candyman. For the simple fact of Rose the Hat, stupid name. <laughs> but no, seriously, uh, I think Candyman would get this one, to be honest. For the simple fact of, I think he would be able to touch on her vulnerabilities. Because he has that way of, of just mesmerizing you. Okay. And I, I honestly think that if he would get the chance, he would hook her from, from her belly button to her throat. I do mm. also think, I think it's interesting that Rose the Hat and Candyman ended up against one another because they do have like similar abilities, I feel like. Um, mm-hmm. But I do think, I think what it comes down to uh, for, because they, they both have, um, like they can both regenerate, they both have psychic abilities, they both have mind control that they can do to an extent. Um, I think Candyman's mind control is stronger than Rose's. I think that's a definite advantage. Uh, we do, it's vague at best, but he has, he's less corporeal. So I, I don't even think she necessarily gets the advantage, the same advantages to attack him. I think right now um, he's, he's got the edge. I think Candyman wins. Only one of them wears a hat. Um, I think Candyman would win. I think he's going to draw her in. The real question is, is, is she going to kind of de- devote herself to him? Is she willing to give herself up to him? That's the question. Yeah, she's going to do that. Have you seen Tony Todd? <laughs> That's a good-looking man. Rob's already got half a chub thinking of him. Yeah, are you kidding me? <laughs> that is kind of... It's kind of a weird advantage because, like, if they try to draw each each other in, I think it's dangerous for her to be drawn to him, and I think it's also dangerous for him. I think it's more dangerous for her if he's attracted to her. So I think chemistry is just either way. It's going to be a bad deal for Rose the Hat. Yeah. Yeah, because he he just has that thing where he can... He drawed you in. And I think he also would have the straight-up power advantage. Right. Yeah. Just by size alone. Because he's a pretty... It's Tony Todd. He's a pretty hulking dude. And I don't know what her height is. Not Tony Todd. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's a tiny bit faster. But I, I don't think it's enough to outweigh. <sighs> no, because the minute... If he could just get his arms around her, yeah, you know, even if she, behind her and get his arms around her, she's done for. Even if she tries to run away, he can just kind of disappear, then reappear. Yeah. Right, the teleport. And catch her on the back end. And it's right. uh, yeah, like right. he's... I, I should rephrase that. She's faster in, like, hand-to-hand combat if it came down to mm-hmm. it, but he can teleport. Like, she's not going to outrun him ever. No. No. Rob, I don't think we're going to get any argument from you on this one. You've been pretty opinionated about Dr. Sleep. Well, I'm assuming you're going Candyman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, I, uh, Candyman. Candyman. Yeah, Rose the Hat's a dumb name. It's let to go. <laughs> That's the second knock on the name, by the way. Uh, Chris? This one handily goes to Candyman. This fight's okay. going to come down to the whole time. She's seeing him in reflections and, and just dimly lit in the shadows, calling to her, asking her to be his victim. Even mm. if she lashes, lashes out with whatever remains of, of the steam that she has left in her, he's can, he has ability to retaliate from range to disrupt her concentration. The bees are going to swarm. The stinging's going to begin. She's going to get distracted. He's going to sneak up behind, and he's just going to gut her. Yeah. I mean, 
I'm not going to argue that one. Uh, the only chance I would give Rose the hat a puncher's chance in this one, and that's all she's got. She's got one shot at a pure kill in one go, and I don't think she nails that on Candyman. Her best chance would be if if she could do what Danny Torrance did after after the events of the Overlook, and she can lock psychic beings in boxes to where they can't affect her anymore. The problem is yeah. she's more of a wild beast. She's not disciplined in that manner. She's gonna her best chance would be basically unload every ounce of her psychic power left and hope it's enough to take out King. Yeah. And if she does that and it fails, then she's just a starving starving vampire on the verge of death. Mm-hmm. I would be interested to see a scenario where she has to find where where she has to use uh, her tracking abilities to try and find the mirror uh, and take it to the overlook. But uh, I, realistically, it's not practical. I, I don't think she would win. <laughs> yeah, but as you mentioned, him teleporting, he may appear in the mirror. Doesn't yeah. mean he trapped in said mirror. He could just literally, every time she locks in where he is in, let's just say it's an empty warehouse. Every time she comes close to the locating where he is, he's on the other side of the building. Yeah, just not practical. Well, shit, man. It's a clean sweep. For a candy man, wow. Oh, you mean you don't want to be the guy that gives the total skunk and I'm going to give it to them just because I feel bad? <laughs> Absolutely not. Well, I, I, hey, man, some of them, and it's not even feel bad, it's respect for some of them, all right? Yeah, there's no respect. It, the respect ends by who's standing over the body. How she made it past Creeper still beyond me. You're forgetting in part three, with one eye, he got a collateral using a spear. <laughs> Are you talking about the goddamn part three of Jeepers Creepers right now? Yes. Whoa. Whoa. Come on. You reviewed it, you bitch. I know. And what we talk about for fucking half hour, a hose. God, that movie. Even I, I don't like that movie. That says a lot. Yeah, that's, that says a lot. But it's still not on my top 10 worst movies ever made list, so. If Rose the Hat loses her hat, does she have powers now still, or is she just Rose? (laughs) Uh, she is just Rose, but she does still have her powers. Yes. Okay. The hat, the hat's just her trademark. Yeah, she's not. She's not frosty. <laughs> now you know how I feel, Rob, with the Invisible Man with the fucking suit. You don't like the hat. I don't like the fucking suit. I actually do like the hat. The hat it, it's is, just the, the compliments name. were very nice. <laughs> yeah, it's just the name I don't like. Uh, like the hat itself is fine, but it didn't need to be part of her name. All right. Well, there goes my theory. You need to leave that suit alone. Stupid fucking suit. Maybe more people need identifiers like that. Jason the Mask, Michael the Knife, Freddy the Butterfingers. I knew a guy, Jimmy the Brajol. Does that count? It's up there. All right, so Candyman moves on. I'm very happy about this. Very, very happy about this. Now, we have a pretty complex matchup. It's Samara versus Pinhead. I... I don't know where to begin. I'm scared. Um, <laughs> I'm scared <laughs> about this one. Uh, I feel like... I'm already triangulating your IP address, chat. I know. I can <laughs> feel it. <laughs> I can feel the resistance on this. I don't think Ninja is going to work on Pinhead. I think he wins. Did you say Ninja? It, ninja. It's, it's, the, <laughs> it's what Samara uses. It's Samara's powers. It's, uh, it's an astral projector... Astral projection form. It's um. You got that from watching the ring because I don't remember that. The American version of Samara is, is weaker than the Japanese. 
Okay. Yeah, but it's I I, I don't think did the American version even have a name for what it was called? She was psychic. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, As I don't think her psychic American. powers. Um, <laughs> essentially, what Samara does is she has the ability to psychically burn images onto video and I like and into people's minds it's why like I, I at least I believe it's why she doesn't need like weapons I believe it's why the bodies look so messed up I don't think that something that can just psychically overload a human is going to work on Pinhead while he's in his Cenobite form I'm not sure it would work on him normally I feel like anyone who has the capacity to be a Cenobite is maybe not someone who can just be psychically overloaded to death, but I think especially uh, just given his power, like, I, and also we talked about this with other things. I feel like Samara has wants, Samara is someone who also uh, can be tricked. She wants attention. Like she wants her story to be told. There are things, there are desires that Samara has that I think uh, are going to make her a little bit more vulnerable against someone who, knows to look for them you know what i mean okay but i get a question for you yeah. and i i love what you're saying there but she would have to play with that configuration thing to get open now with her psychic ability she could tell that that's bad would she really do anything to open it to bring penhead to her or amber i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna take a lot of the variables out because apparently the argument of Jason opening the thing, well, he he just has to touch it. No, I would. Let's say, that. let's say, they're both out in the open. Somebody's somebody's right, somebody's opening right. the lemon configuration, and just as it starts, he hits play on the VCR. So now, so so Pinhead is so Pinhead has seen the video. Samara's after him. Just just like the, just like the rules of horror films are kind of out the window because they don't right. aren't really based in because they're really based in reality. We have to take that out of the equation. It's the perfect setup for this genre. That's a good yes. I I honestly think then that Samara could probably beat him because she could get inside his head. Except for she can't. She can project into his head, but that's different. Like she doesn't. Yeah, but she could project shit into his head that it probably you know from when he was a human form. But she that that's the thing is like I don't. She can't read his thoughts. She can project her cursed thoughts into his head we have to like the only way that she wins is if her cursed thoughts are on their own enough to kill pinhead oh okay well then you know what right? i retract it because i i i honestly think that pinhead would take her then i was gonna throw this one up in the air and that kind of leads into it and i i need an answer to this what the fuck does samara do and i know cat kind of touched on it i get that but like is there anything else? Like, what does she actually do? She's a ninja. <laughs> <laughs> now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that she just has the ultimate power of, like, she just scares you to death. Like, you are just in utter shock. You're frozen. You stay there, and then you die. Ergo, Pinhead sees this, kind of like Deadlights, and dies. Samara, Samara wins and moves on. Except for, I don't think there's nothing to indicate, and and maybe like uh, it's going to be speculation because all of the all of the or most of the screen, uh, the, like most of the deaths in the ring in the American rings are not shown. So I could be like way off base about this, but just based off of what we see in the ring, I feel like 
it, she's not drawing materials like she's not playing off of their individual fears she's showing them things that she's afraid of i think those things have to be scary enough to kill pinhead and i don't think that they are it depends on what version of samara we're talking about here the overall thing is that she has such so much latent power that when she was one being researched she developed a huge hatred for everybody around her. Right. That basically focused her thoughts that she would rather all these people die. Dude, I can so relate to that. <laughs> then when she was betrayed by her mother and locked in the well to drown, that was her basically experiencing fear for the first time, basically being the only time being, help being helpless. She would basically come out of the TV. Pinhead would more or less be confused. Let's just say the first psychic assault, Pinhead is momentarily stunned, but then he tries to unleash all the chains. She's made out of television static. There's nothing for him to hit. He flashes out with his knives. There's nothing to hit. She goes in for a second blast, and she doesn't let it go until his mind literally shuts down. He can't physically harm her. There's nothing to hit. She's static. He can literally blow up the TV. She's still in the room, and she won't ever stop. She's one of the few unkillable ghost there's nothing that can stop her and i mean you talk about wanting her story told her story's now out on the internet she's now worldwide baby she's viral except for i don't think i think pinhead is one of the few people because she's a manifestation she's i i don't want to call it a, a soul necessarily but she's like a spiritual manifestation that's what's left of samara that's what's committing it, these acts it's I her think psychic pinhead, presence that's left I, I think Pinhead, more than anyone, is equipped to deal with torturing and or containing or, or killing someone that has already lost their physical form. Mm, but you're talking about Pinhead, the Cenobite. And, yes. <laughs> and in the second film, it proved that somebody with a more dominant mind, a more focused mind, can take away his powers, revert him back to human. Now he's just mortal once more. He was taken out like a bitch. Accept it, cat. So, <laughs> Wait a minute. Now I, I'm stuck on something because I really I still don't know where the fuck to go on. Is she really like once she comes through the TV? I always assumed she was, you know, she was there. Like, are we really giving her the static? You know, like they, I don't know. They've, if she's shown, that they've kind shown of it. They've shown her doing the static bit before. The only thing. The only. The only, yeah, when she comes out of the TV, she, you can still see the, the scan lines from the CRT television, and she's still bursting us into white noise periodically. She may, she may appear there, but that's just her psychic presence. There's no physical body. <sighs> this is where Damien swoops in and blasts them both to hell. All I'm just saying is if Kiaku or uh, Pennywise were still around, it'd be a different argument. <sighs> Rob, what, what are you thinking about this? Because I'm lost. I think um, I think Chris is confusing Samara with Horace Pinker from Shocker, <laughs> who, by the way, we should have had in this tournament. Yeah, yep. fair, yeah, fair. What a great overlooked gym Shocker is. No protagonists; they should be in their own. Uh, that's true. I, yeah, you know what? Yeah. How do you have an ultimate fucking iconic slasher movie bracket and not have Laurie Strode and fucking uh, Ash, dude. How, how do you not? Because they're protagonists. If you wanted that, you could have had the final girl cut. Yeah. <laughs> Ash is my favorite final girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. 
Uh, no, you, can even throw, you can even throw in Herbert West in there. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I don't know. That, that, that's beside the damn point. Anyway, it, Rob, I, I I don't know. Like, where, where are you at? Because I really am up in the air. I'm on this still one. leaning towards Pinhead more than ever. Yeah, I see. I I'm leaning slight. It's a it's a one percent lean. Because, dude, I'm this is the hardest one for me yet. Yeah, like I'm leaning Pinhead, but I could be convinced. Right. Like I I I just don't see. Her being because I I think the fear thing is is probably the best point for Samara and but how does he end up doing below? I I don't know, but I I don't see Pinhead giving a fuck that she's standing there in front of him like that whole shock and all we seen it in Scary Movie Three for crying out loud. Oh yeah, that's right. She got her ass kicked in that <laughs> she movie. She got her ass whooped. Yeah, Brenda fucked her up. Yeah, Scary Movie. The- necronomicon of a wikipedia for horror movies yes <laughs> right i know right yeah that's canon right okay so so yeah. just just a quick question for you mike yeah pinhead has died in the film right yes yes a couple times i believe okay has samara nope <laughs> there you go okay but she's undefeated but these defeats aren't like okay so pinhead has been reverted back into human form. He's had his, he's been beaten the shit out of uh, multiple, like, I, I get it. I get Hellraiser 2 is a weak spot for Pinhead. He died on his home field. Jason did too, though. But Jason to did fair. too. Right. Did you know, repeatedly. Like, I, yeah. it happens. I, I, I think the, the thing is, is that Pinhead comes back. He repeatedly comes back. So does Jason. So, ergo, Jason wins. No, I, this isn't about Jason. This is about Samara. I, I just want With to point Chris, out too. It's always about Jason. Seriously, I, I just want to point out to that. But I think an important piece being missed in that because it's hard to you know knock slashers for dying. It's gonna happen. Look at how easy it is to kill Pinhead in that realm. You know, like to kill. He died by getting stabbed in the throat or where, wherever he got stabbed, and he died. Right. Look at the shit you have to go through to kill Samara. You got to look at horses and lighthouses and all this shit. You know, like it's a lot different of an avenue to get there. Pretty as uh, Doug Bradley is, he's not going to pass off as Samara's mommy. She's not going to have any sort of attachment issues to him. See, I don't know that. See, I don't even know the avenue of that. I don't even know. And 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 all that, all those images is that's what's on the videotape. Once she's out, she's just an essentially just an entity, right? And she will just freeze you and kill you. That's it. It's over and done with. So we're saying the entity from It Follows win. <laughs> oh God, no, Jesus, no, no. God, we're done with that. No more. I, I, no. I'm just saying, Pinhead is fucked a lot. I mean, he's got to be on that on the on the It Follows entity list somewhere. I will say. Uh... <laughs> Probably the entity could have taken out Pinhead. <laughs> yeah, probably. like I wouldn't even have, even have much of an argument. I mean, that fight that, that fight would literally just start up, and Pinhead's like, "No, oh, the gonorrhea is flaring up again." <laughs> you know, not for nothing. Imagine what the entity would have done to Ash. <laughs> oh, Lord. I was waiting for that matchup. <laughs> That'd have been perfect. Anyway, you 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 imply that Ash has ever gotten laid? <laughs> no, no, that's my point. He'd have all the fucking the reason in the world. Hold on, in the TV, in the TV series, he did it with some girl in the bathroom. That's what I'm saying, you know, it follows. Probably has been with him for years, and we don't even know he's just been fighting it all this time. Anyway, did, 
there, there's some really strong points on both fucking ends, man. But like Greg just said, that freeze thing, I, I, I granted some of it's the, you know, her psychic ability. I get that. But I think a lot of it's fear. That's, oh, when I watched the ring, that's what I got from it was fear. I think they're in two different arenas. I think that it's, and the question is like whether or not, because she is very, very good at manifesting that fear. I, I think if there was a training ma- montage for Samara where she like started scaring demons to death, I, I think she could get up to that point. But I don't know right. if like Pinhead at his full power, I don't know if the fear that she's used to having to manifest to kill a human is in the same realm of fear that it's going to manifest, that it's going to require to kill Pinhead. Now all I want to see is that training montage of Samara punching like the side of beef and chasing chickens around. <laughs> Honestly, it would be great. <laughs> but Pinhead works in the realm of flesh. Samara goes for the soul. He rips souls apart. Like, I, I think you're getting awfully caught up on the visuals of Hellraiser. Those are souls that he's torturing. But when he they, when they first encounter, they're not already in hell. He's first dealing with the flesh. He's got to kill to get them down to hell first. But now here's another thing, too, that, that we didn't even get into. That And it, it was a big part of the whole Freddy Krueger deal. Samara is, I mean, she she's, I'd imagine she's got a special place in hell. She exists, she exists in her video. But but she's an entity, dude. You know, she, she doesn't only exist there. I, I, I would think. I mean, guys, correct me. I'm just throwing this up in the air. I, you could argue it's not even a soul that's walking around. It's literally just a, a manifestation of her power. Yeah. Yeah, but somehow her soul would have to be connected to it. And, you know, Pinhead is the type that he'll take a soul and he could always just pull her soul out and then, boom, she's done. My thing is, like Kat said, she needs to manifest fear. It's going to take a hell of a lot more for somebody like Pinhead. And not only that, I don't think Pinhead's given her 5% of what a normal person would, you know? So it's like she needs to manifest more. He's going to give her much less. Uh, I, I, I think the first time Pinhead pops up on her when she starts laying in on the psychic imagery, she's just going to go all in. Yeah, but I just don't think it's enough. Rob, what, how do you see Pinhead kill? Because you said you were leaning Pinhead. If you're still leaning Pinhead, how do you see it going down? I think that... Um... What Amber said is uh, the closest approximation to how it plays out in my mind that Pinhead is able to grab her soul and then it's over. Son of a bitch. All right, guys. Um, I, I'm probably going to go Pinhead. What do you guys think? Who else is with me? I'm with you on Pinhead. Yeah, I go Pinhead. Cat, I mean, I, I probably shouldn't have to ask. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm I'm voting Pinhead. Greg, where where are you in all that? I mean, you 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 made arguments for both sides. Um, I I still believe Samara wins, so I'm in the minority. Awesome. All right. I can't picture a scenario Pinhead wins. Cool. All right. Come to the dark side. We have cookies, <laughs> or at least I have cookies. Ooh. Are they special cookies? Chocolate chip only. Um, all right, that that moves Pinhead on, I guess. 
Uh, now, what about Pinhead versus a big group of ninja guys? <laughs> what is with the, the, the ninjas? I'm tonight? really on the ninja thing. That, I don't know. I got excited when Cat said ninja. Are we talking standard run of the mill ninjas, Batman ninjas, or magic ninjas? Little ninjas, the movie. Oh, that's a good one. Little ninjas, yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, yeah. We could get matching ninja suits, Rob. That'd be that'd be all right. Yeah, that's not could they bad. be Taco Bell ninja suits? Nope, you fucked <laughs> it up. Great. That we had a moment for a minute. We had a fucking <laughs> moment. And you ruined it. All right. Well, dude, Samara has fucked shit up royally in this thing, and uh, I mean, guys, as much well, regardless of which side you're on and all this. I mean, you have. Are you surprised that like Samara would be the one of the last characters I would think to pick if I had to just pick a random person that I would think would be in a final four of a horror bracket? It wouldn't be Samara. Mm. You know, it's an out of the out of the way pick. But when you start matching them up, I think it was a good run for Samara. Yeah, she's got the body count to get to buy the ticket into the competition. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you thought about having the World Series of Slashers? Holy shit. Look at what Amber. We're not, what? we're not even happy about this one. <laughs> well, this is the Lord Humphrey Cup. This is like the 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 first bite of the apple. So now you gotta do more tournaments. Right. I have my own chalkboard. I'm good. <laughs> ah, great for that. And, and and yes, I did name it the Lord Humphrey Cup. Why? Because you guys named it that. No, if we you had didn't. come up with a different name, I would have put a different name. Murder Madness. For the Lord Humphrey Cup. I'm not going to lie. It does sound good. <laughs> it does sound good. I like it. So it's catchy. I'll, I mean, you're talking like the World Series and we keep calling it the Lord Humphrey Cup. Now I'm just picturing a whole bunch of slashers, slashers playing hockey. Jason would win that one. <laughs> and and I, I, I'm saying the Crystal Lake Slashers go all the way. The, the, <laughs> ice, the ice is completely caked in red and Jason's just holding the Lord Humphrey Cup above his head. The pinhead skull inside it. I just picture Jason standing in front of a goal and Puck's just annihilating him and he's not giving one shit about it. <laughs> um, all right, guys. So we got the final setup. It's Samara. Uh, why do I keep saying? I'm so used to saying Samara. It's Pinhead versus Candyman. And before we get into that, we just gotta we gotta throw a shout out to our friends at Earth Echo Foods. Uh, they're a, I, I, I don't even know what to call this thing exactly. They, they got so much going on with it. They're a company of superfoods and they have all kinds of shit like supplements for chocolate. They have actually something called the golden superfood bliss. Uh, they're pretty much, this is like the most organic that you can get. It's pure. And it's like a, a I, I just tried mine today. It, it, thank you for them sending them over. <laughs> Rob and Kat are still waiting for theirs, unfortunately. It's a it's a powdered chocolate is the one that I received. And I actually made a cup of hot chocolate with it. Just try it out. They it actually you can get a whole recipe book uh that they also have that you can buy. I think it comes free with certain things that you buy also. And you can make this stuff with anything. You make coffee with it, hot chocolate like I did cakes truffles brownies they got all sorts of stuff on their website right banana muffins jeez yeah. yeah look at all this stuff they got they got ooh, they got a frother yeah i got the frother and oh I you did i almost nice. tried it yet but i couldn't find a fucking battery so i didn't try it yet 
And uh, oh, the ceremonial mug is cool looking. Dude, that mug is nice. It's like a like a stone mug. The this what they had sent over was I got a little cookbook uh, or recipe book. I got the mug, uh, the frother, and the the bag of the the choco bliss. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I mean, the guys, it, it's it, Africa. I think it's like it's vegan friendly. I mean, th- this is like I said, organic, organic, organic. And it, I mean, summer's coming up. So this is also healthy. You could use it as a dietary supplement. So you're going to be treating your body right. You're going to be, you could even lose a couple pounds while you're at it. Lord knows I need that. Right? This, this pandemic has been mean to everybody. No. This, this has not been good at all. So go check out Earth Echo Foods. And uh, they have 100% organic choco beans. And they said it had naturally kissed by the sun. Nice. Sweet Jesus. Holy shit. Sun kissed. I love it. I know. Oh, wow. I mean, it don't get more organic than that. The sun is kissing it for crying out loud. Uh, they have stuff like MT- MCT oil, coconut oil, sea salt. I mean, these are the kind of things, cinnamon, black pepper that they're using. And it it tastes phenomenal. It, it's, it's a great supplement for actual chocolate and the best way you can get it. It tastes great, too. Now, the, the question is this, Kat, are you going to add it to your coffee when you run it through that weird Ooh. mad scientist thing you have? Uh, yeah, if there's a recipe for weird mad scientist coffee, I will have it. <laughs> All right. I mean, there there is a recipe for Choco Bliss coffee mocha latte. Oh, yeah, Ooh. I'll have that. <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah, I mean, it's not like I, I, people are making peanut butter cups with these things. My kid better not fucking touch them. <laughs> so, yeah, go go to EarthEchoFoods.com. And guess what, guys? You can even save yourself a little bit of money, 15% off when you use the promo code MINUTE15. So go check them out, 15% off when you use the code MINUTE15. Save yourself 15% and treat yourself right. You mean I could stock up on snacks and save money too? <laughs> and lose weight while doing it what the yeah. fuck come on that's a win-win-win yeah to tell you the truth i've been thinking about uh i spend so much money on lunch you know like when you really think about it you spend 12 dollars a day on lunch sometimes 15 depending on where you go and you're spending all this money like if you buy a couple bags of this stuff like i've been thinking about doing shakes and stuff it's cheaper it's better for you i mean th- this is perfect for that so can you put it in booze? I would imagine you can make a nice. What do you they can call put those? a mocha latte? Uh, you can put Bailey's in that, and it's going to be exactly. good. Exactly. <laughs> okay. What do they Calm call down. it? An Irish what? An Irish coffee. Irish coffee. You know, there's another one. Um, Irish cream or some shit. I don't know. It's with Bailey's, like Kat said. Yeah. The recipe book is crazy. Like I, I, I wish I knew how to bake. I really <laughs> do. So, sucks for me. This just in from the awesome family dinner department. Chicken tenders are a win, and they're now on sale at Shaw's. That's right. Today through Thursday, pick up fresh chicken tenders for only $2.97 a pound. Limit two packages. Serve chicken tenders with fries, with coleslaw, with potato wedges. You name it, your family will love it. Pick up in store, or for convenient curbside pickup and delivery options, order online at Shaw's.com. Shaw's, the official supermarket of the WEEI Red Sox Network. 
This just in from the awesome family dinner department. Chicken tenders are a win. And they're now on sale at Shaw's. That's right. Today through Thursday, pick up fresh chicken tenders for only $2.97 a pound. Limit two packages. Serve chicken tenders with fries, with coleslaw, with potato wedges. You name it, your family will love it. Pick up in store or for convenient curbside pickup and delivery options, order online at Shaw's.com. Shaw's, the official supermarket of the WEEI Red Sox Network. This just in from the awesome family dinner department. Chicken tenders are a win, and they're now on sale at Shaw's. That's right. Today through Thursday, pick up fresh chicken tenders for only $2.97 a pound. Limit two packages. Serve chicken tenders with fries, with coleslaw, with potato wedges. You name it, your family will love it. Pick up in store or for convenient curbside pickup and delivery options. Order online at Shaw's.com. Shaw's, the official supermarket of the WEEI Red Sox Network. Anyway, all right, guys, so this is a hell of a matchup here, and this is the finals of the Murder Madness Tournament. For the Lord Humphrey Cup. I hate you so much. It's marketing genius, Mikey. Why do you hate it? I I can't wait till this is over, so I don't have to hear that anymore. Until next year. I'm looking forward to it. Fuck off! The finals of the tournament are Pinhead versus Candyman. So the person who knocked out Jason Voorhees against the one who took out Robert the Tire. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit! This whole thing has been a conspiracy (laughs) against me. Oh, I did not realize that at all. This, cat, we we couldn't have planned this if we tried. We could not. (laughs) So mad at you guys. Wow. But I'm so glad that it happened. Rob, you the world really is out to get you, bro. <laughs> like for real. Wow. Okay, that's hilarious. I actually so last week, uh last week was a really rough week for me. Uh I had to vote against some of my all-time favorite slashers. Um I I lost a lot of my all-time favorite uh characters from this bracket. Um I I was outvoted on a few of them. And um, I just want to say, before we go into this, I have a strong opinion about this one uh, in terms of, like, what I believe, but I'm going to be happy walking away from this. Like, we've gotten to a point where I feel like if, 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 no matter who wins this bracket, I'm going to be okay. Like, I've, they've come a long way and I'm, I'm kind of proud of our, of our top two slashers, guys. Me too. Me too. But. Hold on a second, guys. This just turned into a triple threat, and it's Pinhead versus Candyman versus the Leprechaun. What do you think of that? Versus Santa Claus? <laughs> oh, <boy. Joss? laughs> no, 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 no. No, no. That, that's... The Leprechaun with the run-in. Only if Crowley resurrects, and then Jason just sits back up. Well, uh, I saw him outvoted in this, is what you guys are saying. And Freddy comes back, and he should have won the goddamn thing. And at the end, everyone's head explodes, <laughs> and they all fall away. And in the middle of the group is Robert, just vibrating. I shouldn't have fucking said that. Backfired very quickly. You walked right into it. I really did. I just got like tag team three times in a row. Uh, anyway, four times actually. It's fucking Santa Claus. Um. <laughs> all right. <sighs> There's a lot of different elements to this, and I think we're getting into a more deadly version of Pinhead's last round, obviously watered down with the psychic ability and all that, but at nonetheless, a more deadly version. So what do you guys think? 
this is also an interesting one because uh, like, I, I think regeneration versus invulnerability is an interesting matchup. I think they both have that psychic element. I like that both of their psychic powers rely heavily on manipulation. Uh, I think that in the end is going to be what it comes down to. Uh, Pinhead has like some good, uh, I, I guess they both do have some good physical advantages. There's the hook is very brutal, uh, very good at being wielded. The chains are also very good. I, I, I don't think they're going to make much of a difference in the grand scheme of things. I, I don't think this is going to be a physical fight like between the two of them. I don't know. I kind of disagree with you on that. I think it's going to come down to physicality because of the simple fact of they both have this manipulative power, but you've got two awful males. Do you honestly think they're going to work that against each other? No, I think this is going to go on, on, on sheer physicality. Now, given Candyman the way that he is when it comes to the chains and stuff, I seriously don't think it's going to really phase him because of everything that he went through. I mean, his whole story is he was tortured as, a, as you know, what he was. They cut his hand off. They swarmed his body up with nothing but bees. Whenever he, he does open his coat, you can see that, you know, he's, he's missing. You can see his ribs. You can see his spinal cord and stuff like that. I honestly don't think when it comes to the chains, they would actually work on him. But what I do think may work on him is when it comes to a physical altercation, Pinhead's a sick, perverted motherfucker that likes it. How are you going to stop that shit? He might bend him over and fuck him. I don't know. <laughs> well, you say that, but you assume Candyman wouldn't land a killing blow hands, hands down. How, though? That's, that's the thing. How? The hook goes straight through the mouth, down through the jaw, and Candyman just pulls straight down, de-glutting his chest. But do you honestly think that's going to affect Pinhead? Candyman also isn't great at instant deaths. He's good at very vi like violent, very brutal deaths, but a, a lot of his victims don't like die instantly. Right. Well, I'm not saying it's a quick fight. I'm saying this is going to go on for... This might be the one that goes to round 10 as far as the fight goes, because Pinhead mm -hmm. in the real world is a physical being. He doesn't quite have the advantage of being able to teleport around all the place. Candyman's ethereal and can move around almost freely like a spirit. He, the hook, whenever the hooks do land, he can just phase away. He's going to vanish. That was going to be my point of it, is that's the thing that sticks out to me the most. If he does hook him, you know, I think Pinhead's thing was when the hooks came apart was, I mean, it hurt the hooks and it, it debilitates you, but when the hooks come apart comes the damage. Those hooks aren't going to come apart because as soon as they hit, hit the Candyman's skin, he has that ability to, you know, yeet out on them. He doesn't have much skin anyway. That, that too, that too. I can imagine as the fight goes on to round nine and round ten, when Pinhead refuses to be Candyman's victim, Candyman's just going to have have enough of this this uh, emo white boy. <laughs> and that's just when he goes straight for the killing Wait, what blow. if he doesn't, though? Hear me out. What if, what if Pinhead doesn't refuse to be Candyman's victim? What if Candyman is like, hey, be my victim, and Pinhead's like, yeah, and then, like, kills him? 
or doesn't kill him? Like, what if he just takes him down to hell with him? Like, and then... Uh, no, it sounds like it sounds like you're writing a slash fiction. Your academy be my to. victim, yes. And then then Tony Todd and Pinhead just start making out. But like, what, I, I wouldn't mind that. Here's the thing, though, is that like, what if they did? Like, I don't want to think about it. But <laughs> it's it's not outside of you don't want to think of, about Tony Todd's perfect skin rubbing up against those nails. I don't. Um, <laughs> but but we're we're going to all of us are here in a minute. But not everyone <laughs> forever is going to be thinking about it. No, but whoever's listening out there that has art skills, draw it. <laughs> oh God, no, 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 no! I'm shutting down the email. I don't think it's like I don't think it's outside of the realm of possibility that uh, you know Pinhead has. I, oh God, there's just no way to have this discussion that doesn't sound like I'm encouraging this like slash fiction idea. But well, the reason you don't have your webcam on is because we just see you there with your little Cenobite plushie. Like, <laughs> yes, you're going all the way, my precious baby boy. <laughs> <laughs> that aside, um, I just threw it away. I just like put it in my desk drawer, so because <laughs> I've been called out. But um, I, I do, I do wonder about it because, like, if Candyman has, you know, they have like similar weaknesses, and I just think that, like, if if for whatever reason he's trying to lure Pinhead out so that he can kill him. And Pinhead's just like, it's going to be hard to phase Pinhead is going to be the thing. So like, if there's any kind of manipulation going on there, I, Helen was able to, I, and Helen had an advantage in that Helen was very much Candyman's type. But she was able to like inadvertently burn his physical form to death and she didn't even have to worry about getting him stuck there. If Pinhead can just distract him long enough or promise him things or get him talking like Candyman's kind of easily sidetracked in his physical form does he really have a physical form outside of the said skeleton uh kind of yeah he burns to death the fact that he just moved (laughs) out as a ghost he burns to death because his victim stayed with him yeah but like pinhead could also stay with him is the thing So you're so we're saying it's a double knockout. <laughs> no winner of the Lord Humphrey it Cup. Guys. <laughs> that would be how a Lord Humphrey Cup goes. Hey, hey, hey! Don't be smirched. <laughs> the Lord Humphrey Cup. So Cat's Cat's up there withdraw because she says that's the only way that he can take out take out Candyman is to basically seduce him. And the the, the, fan, the fan fiction's writing itself. I, I'm just saying that a lot of your your argument was that Pinhead refuses, and I don't necessarily think he does. The only fair thing to do is to start over. I think. Oh God! You were talking about two alpha males. I, do you really think Pinhead's going to submit? Because if he submits to basically being his little his little femboy, <laughs> then I'm sorry, that's going to lose him rank in hell. But who's to say? To be fair, even if Candyman would try that shit. Again, Pinhead's not a not a beautiful white woman. He's just a he's just meat in front That's of That's what I'm saying. He could he would probably he would probably see if we're going to his history about being tortured to death. Last I checked, Pinhead's history is he he was a very much a, a German. So during a not during a not so cool era. But keep in mind too, Pinhead is not Helen was a beautiful young blonde woman. Pinhead is not. So I don't think Candyman would even consider that route. Rob, where are you on this one? I'm right in the middle. I'm waiting on someone to say something that lets me know what I should think. And none of you are smart enough to do it, apparently. I, 
Okay, hold on. I have not spoken yet. Oh, oh God. Here we go. <laughs> well, yeah, if ever there were a voice of reason. What an introduction. Okay, so I feel your pain, Rob, because it's the guy who took out my favorite versus the guy who took out my other favorite. Should be Robert versus Fred, but we won't go there. No, I don't want Okay, so what exactly is Candyman? Is he a, an evil spirit wandering the earth? Because if he's a spirit, a spirit and a soul are essentially the same thing, which means Pinhead takes the soul and beats the shit out of it. Pinhead wins. End of story. And I don't like that decision, but I have to take my personal bias out of it. Right. Right. That's that's all I got. Rob, I hope that helps. That actually makes the most sense of anything anybody said. Yes! My question is, what is Pinhead? Because I'm stuck on that, too, because he is a spirit. But at the same time, like, he's such a true-to-form true, true to slasher, you know, that it's like, he, what is he? Isn't he like, he's Lord, he's Lord of something. I just, I can't remember. Cat, I'm looking at of you. The cup? A Lord of Slash. I was going to say that he's a pioneer into the what was the thing into the further into the realms of further experience. Where on the demon scale does he lie? He to me the way that the way that I take him to look at him, you know, in that type of perspective is like, you know, how you got is it Saint Saint Peter at the gate? Okay, you you got Pinhead at the gate. A hell. And he's basically the one that's going to give you your boot camp. He's like the Ar- Arlie Emery of hell. He's going to put your ass through boot camp. You might blow his head off, but this bitch is coming back right at you. But somebody would have to reopen the box. Not I, I... necessarily if he's already kind of like, he's got some sort of, of, of demon-esque in his ability of what he does. When you put him and the rest of the, what are they, Cinnabon? What are they called? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, if we're if we're using these, then uh, while the, all this fight's going on, Chucky runs through and Kiaku's after him, and she just takes out everybody. And where's the leprechaun coming? He doesn't. He doesn't. That green bastard died a leprechaun's long time ago. God damn. Le- lepre- <laughs> leprechaun got shotgunned by Ash. He was stuck. Now he's now he's being sold as a garden gnome on aisle five. Of Wait Best a minute. Park. Hold on, Chris. Let, let me just get. Uh, the leprechaun went one round further than Robert the Tire. Oh, I just want to point. And Jason Voorhees. Out point. of pure so. bias. Well, <laughs> no. hold on. Uh-oh. Leprechaun does beat Jason. Like, let's be clear here. Oh, fuck. Leprechaun's magic. I, I, I think I gotta go. <laughs> I think I gotta fucking go. Leprechaun right. beats Jason. He's magic. Between Rob and Chris. And... and, and... Does he beat Robert Tire? No. Robert Tire makes his head explode. Problem solved. But does Leprechaun beat Jason? Yes. He's magic. The fuck? Not, Ash is not magic, and he wins off a shotgun and a chainsaw. Yes. Well, yes, because he can blow the... Because, yes. <laughs> I just want to point out, before Greg gets yelled at by Kirsten, <laughs> I'm, I'm one of the biggest people in the world for free speech. But Greg, it should be illegal for Greg to speak. <laughs> like, it really should, dude. You just argued that Jason would lose to somebody that Robert the fucking tire would be like, well, oh my God. Robert the tire would also be Jason. He'd blow his head up. 
Oh, Robert boy. the Tire was slept on by you two. Here's, here's, here's what happens to the Robert the Tire Jason fight. Robert blows up Jason's head. He falls back into the nanomite machine, and now he's made out of fucking metal. And, and you can't wait. And it couldn't blow up metal? I mean, that's what shrapnel is. Not in the time it takes Uber Jason to walk over and punt him into orbit. But, but him going into orbit, he doesn't need oxygen to breathe. He's a tire. Once Jason breaks the glass, Jason goes out into orbit. Jason's dead. Have you ever heard of dry rot? <laughs> All the moisture in gone, and he's dead. Uh, what is happening? Oh, the, the 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 opinions of Greg and Chris are not su- fully supported by Slasher Radio. I just want to <laughs> you employ me, you son of a bitch. <laughs> but 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 Mikey, but Mikey, they they are they are supported on TikTok. So go fuck yourself. <laughs> Thank God. Go 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 over there to TikTok, Jesus. All right. Well, before we go completely full circle here with all these things, uh, let let me take a crack a crack at changing Rob's mind. Let, let me take my shot. At all right. Because I'm leaning Candyman on this one. I feel we've learned a lot. Again, just also the soul thing that Greg mentioned. Although I do see that as a very viable thing, but we just seen as we seen it with Samara in the last round. Samara comes out of the TV and stands there. Pinhead's going to have, you know, essentially all all the time in the world, you know, to do what he's got to do with her soul. Now, that moved him on to here. Here we are. I don't think he's going to be able to easily do that because Candyman is going to be on that ass for him in the process, in one way or another. And also... I mean, Hellraiser 2 really fucking stands out to me, man, because it was, I, I believe, a shot to the throat. I remember it was gory as fuck, right to the neck of Candyman, and he was down and done. Like I, a bitch. I, <laughs> I see a world where Candyman can get that hook to the neck. Right. You know, like, it, 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 I just feel he, he, he presents so much more to deal with than the normal paranormal being. Did you ask the people on the B forum what would happen if the bees took on a demon? I could go ask them if you want. Yeah. Because <laughs> <All right. laughs> we haven't we haven't mentioned the bees at oh, all. Okay, so hey Rob, the bees? Yeah. Pinhead would like that. But would he be distracted by the bees? Yeah. Rob, did I do any type of shifting at all? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. I'm still very right. undecided here. This is not easy. And it needs to be taken seriously because it's for the Lord Humphrey Cup. I'm lighting this motherfucker back up because, you know, this is what you do to me now. You've resorted me. <laughs> I hope you're happy. Mikey's a junkie now. I, 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 got, I threw my hat in the ring for this one. You know, I did what I could. <laughs> so where, well, let's, where does everybody stand at this moment? To be complete, I was just going to say, I believe if I did the numbers correctly, you're the deciding vote. Oh, really? I think I'm with I'm with Candyman. Cats with Pinhead, Greg's with Pinhead, Amber's with Candyman, and I think Chris is with Candyman. And now Rob stands above the crowd, ready to give the thumbs up to thumbs down. Who lives? Who dies? What What are your issues, Rob? I can see it going either way. So then I, I need to figure out which one is the right way. Right. And what's still in question for you? 
if you vote Candyman, Mikey has to write a 10-page paper about why Robert the Tiger's his favorite. <laughs> That's not true. Well, hold on. <laughs> no! Just remember, Rob, this is for the Lord Humphrey Cup. Um, I know, it has to be taken very seriously. I just feel like uh, I, I made a lot of joke arguments in the beginning of this. And I just want to clarify, uh, Candyman is a lingering spirit and the, their powers are, we, we've kind of talked about this, their powers are very comparable to one another. Pinhead has more domain over spirits than Candyman has over spirits. Uh, we've talked about the souls thing. We've talked about, uh, Greg made a very good case on that note. I, I also, there's just something to be said of, I, I think Pinhead's powers of manipulation are just, they're a little bit stronger. I, I feel like Pinhead's... Um, a little bit more motivated in what he wants. I, I feel like he's got slightly higher resistances to what Candyman can do. I I do think this is going to be one slice to the neck. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I I do think um I, I think he's got a little bit of a planning edge in this one. He's he's more of a um like Candyman sees something he wants and he takes it. Uh Pinhead is the engineer. <laughs> Wait a minute, guys. We just realized something. Depending on how Rob's vote goes, it's going to be a tie. I know, but he can shut it down. He has that ability. <laughs> yeah, he can shut it down. He can shut it down right here, right now. But, and to be honest, it would kind of be fitting this thing's been called the Lord, Lord Humphrey fucking cup so often the son of a bitch decides it. That's because he did on purpose. He's on, he's on know, the fence I know. so he can be the deciding vote. He, he knew all along before anybody else, and he's just sitting and waiting, drawing the drama. Well, I'm on the fence because I really don't know who wins this thing. And, and it's paper thin for me. Hey, hey Rob. Yeah. One last question. What, you ready, Rob? Which yeah. one would you not want to meet in a dark alley? Which one would be worse? I don't know on that one. Either. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest. Seriously? Seriously. Pinhead is terrifying, but if Candyman opens that coat with that hook and he's so big, he's such a big dude, dude, that is scare the fuck out of me. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, there's a bleep. There you go. You happy now? You happy? Yeah. All right. Here, here's what I, I actually think that where where I sit right now, and this is a problem okay. for me. Um, I think. Pinhead would win, but I really want Candyman to win. <laughs> okay. I'm going to vote Pinhead. Damn. Okay. Isn't that equal to a double KO? It's a tie. No, it equals to us fucking talking about the goddamn thing some more. No, that just means now Now we have to go yep, back to start, round one. We got to start all now. over from the beginning, guys. Put the coffee on, cat. Anyway, I had a fun time at Slasher Radio. Uh, <laughs> thank you guys for having me for so long. <laughs> yeah, we're not doing this shit again. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I mean, that's just, that, that's really, I think, what it, what it comes down to is, like, I've been struggling over here because I wanted to think of a way the Candyman wins because I would much rather him win than Pinhead. But I don't, I don't, I just don't see it. How do you see Pinhead winning? Well, let's start there. Well, I Greg made the best point in that he okay. grabs souls, and Candyman is essentially a spirit and a soul, 
and it seems almost too easy. But have they ever shown him using that power in a fast, instant manner? Usually him taking people takes time. But also, I do want to, um, this was something that I totally forgot to bring up earlier, because we, we've had, this has come up on the bracket with Penhead before, uh, where, like, the longer, it was something that came up in the Jason, I can't believe I'm the one bringing that up right now. I can't um, either, Cat. It, it was something where we, I, <laughs> hear me out, though, please. <laughs> Salt um, in the wound. Sorry, but he, here's the thing about Candyman that I think makes him a, more of a more of a problem with the pinhead situation because there is for many of the people um, that pinhead could go against, like they could just bide their time, uh, like spirits, uh, souls can just bide their time, wait for pinhead to turn his back. That was the argument with Jason, because uh, Jason, yeah you know, could hypothetically have just, like, waited it out. I, I don't know what the end game would have been because they're still in hell, but, like, the longer that Candyman is held captive, like, uh, assuming that we can get to that point, the longer Candyman is held captive, the weaker he gets because he needs people to believe in him on Earth to survive. That's, like, that's a tie that Pinhead doesn't really need. If people forgot about him on Earth, he'd still have souls to torture for eternity. But Candyman would start to lose his power, right? Really hard to not believe in somebody when he's constantly peering at you from the darkness. But he wouldn't. He's he's dead. <laughs> All right, he he's in he's in a hell dimension. Like I, I, that's what I'm saying is like. No, no. For this hypothetical fight, it's on Earth. They're in some building or inside of Lord Humphrey's Great Arena. They made, they made, they opened the box. They made Pinhead say Candyman five times. The fight's on. I might be leaning Candyman now because Chris said Lord Humphrey's great Jeez. arena. <laughs> <laughs> With golden statues in his honor. That's the last thing we need is a statue of rock. It would get vandalized <laughs> so often. It'd be ridiculous. I hadn't thought of a statue. I, I thought about trying oh, to petition shit. a city to name a street after me, but a statue, that would be something. I'll put it right on my toilet. We were just, we were talking about, like, end games, and I think eventually, I think Candyman, out of all of the people that we've talked going again, talked about going against Pinhead, I think he's the only one who eventually loses his standing. I don't know. He's in front of the great arena. The crowd is watching. Everybody's chanting Candyman, Candyman, not knowing they've damned themselves. <laughs> uh, that's, that is what I, I keep, what is frustrating the hell out of me is that throughout this entire tournament, I've been able to see most of these fights play out in my head in one way or another. And this one I can't, and that really pisses me off that it's the finals and I can't see. In a pure fight, Candyman doesn't have enough physical body for to have a long thing, but he can definitely strike a pinhead because he's solid the whole time. Just think about it, Rob. Tony Todd standing in the Lord Humphreys arena. And just imagine when Tony Todd comes on to a new episode, you get to say that you declared him the greatest slasher of all time. Don't tell Tony Todd that you compromised the Lord Humphrey Cup. <laughs> what are you doing? Hey, they, they, they need a way to apologize for Mikey asking who wins Leatherface or Robert. <laughs> okay, so 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 I have a Candyman question. Okay. If he's, he didn't just disappear while somebody was holding him, did he? Did that ever happen in one of the movies? Because I don't remember when he was holding someone that he just disappeared from their arms like a ghost would. I'm pretty sure that he's done. He's been holding people as he's vanishes. They're looking in a mirror. 
Yeah, because if you think about it in the first one, he had his arm around Virginia Madison. Mm -hmm. And she had just broken out of the hospital and stuff. And when he put his arms around her, they teleported into a different room, into the room where the baby was because she had to... But wait, the security camera footage, though, said that she was there the whole time, right? Interpreted that as he's taking her there in her own mind. She could, but she was there. She was there. She was there. But so, like, so it was, was only, he. Right. They were in her mind. Yeah. Essentially. Which means taking Pinhead to another dimension wouldn't necessarily matter because he's still the Lord of Pain. So if he's still the Lord of Pain, he's then going to cause Candyman pain in another dimension. Ergo, too much pain, Candyman eventually loses everything, loses all strength, loses his mind. That's where you're wrong, because this is a man that was tortured. Here's the thing, though, is you can, yeah, think of, that's something that Pinhead can offer Candyman that nobody else can, is he can show... Candyman, how to turn that experience into more power. Power is something that Candyman seeks. You can't sit here and not deny that he didn't have a very painful death. I mean, they chopped his arm off and he was like this amazing artist. They took his livelihood away from him. Then they doused him with honey and bees and anaphylactic shock can take a lot of time sometimes. I mean, look what happened to Nicolas Cage in Burning Man. Chris loses a point for bringing up Bernie, man. <laughs> also, it's Wicker, man. <laughs> but, if he, but if Pinhead is the Lord of Pain, he's just going to inflict even more pain than what he already was used to. Hold on. Then once, once he puts so much pain, Candyman is just going to give up. No, that's where you're wrong. Because if that was true, he wouldn't still be getting victims because I'm done with pain. I have no, you know, he's been there, done that. There's nothing more that Pinhead could do to him to take anything else away from him. If anything, hurting him would remind him of his own death and make him possibly more enraged and powerful. Possibly more enraged and powerful, except for his power doesn't come from rage. It comes from... Uh, it, it, Devotion. Yes. All I know is if, if I accidentally pissed off Tony Todd, I would just look for the quick way out. <laughs> and also, if you want to look at it, it's, it's also revenge because he also lost the woman that he loved. I just don't think Pinhead could do it. I, I think Pinhead is, like, uniquely equipped to do it. And also, I he could... Because that's the thing, is, like, it's not really... It's not really a revenge killing for Candyman, though. And it should be. Like, he suffered tremendously. And I, I, I do think... I think Pinhead could make him suffer more. I think the torturing of someone's soul is more than we as humans can comprehend. Uh, I think even the most painful of deaths, which Candyman undoubtedly experienced, like on so many just horrible levels, I think Penhead could outdo it. I, I think the soul thing gives him that advantage. I think it gives him that edge. But uh, Candyman, regardless of like whether or not he had that capacity for revenge, but he kills for desire. He kills for once like i i'm not sure that the even if he was reminded of the person that killed him um i i'm not sure it would be like that complete turnaround 
This just in from the awesome family dinner department. Chicken tenders are a win, and they're now on sale at Shaw's. That's right. Today through Thursday, pick up fresh chicken tenders for only $2.97 a pound. Limit two packages. Serve chicken tenders with fries, with coleslaw, with potato wedges. You name it, your family will love it. Pick up in store or for convenient curbside pickup and delivery options, order online at Shaw's.com. Shaw's, the official supermarket of the WEEI Red Sox Network. This just in from the awesome family dinner department. Chicken tenders are a win, and they're now on sale at Shaw's. That's right. Today through Thursday, pick up fresh chicken tenders for only $2.97 a pound. Limit two packages. Serve chicken tenders with fries, with coleslaw, with potato wedges. You name it, your family will love it. Pick up in store or for convenient curbside pickup and delivery options. Order online at Shaw's.com. Shaw's, the official supermarket of the WEEI Red Sox Network. This just in from the awesome family dinner department. Chicken tenders are a win, and they're now on sale at Shaw's. That's right. Today through Thursday, pick up fresh chicken tenders for only $2.97 a pound. Limit two packages. Serve chicken tenders with fries, with coleslaw, with potato wedges. You name it, your family will love it. Pick up in store or for convenient curbside pickup and delivery options. Order online at Shaw's.com. Shaw's, the official supermarket of the WEEI Red Sox Network. Yeah, but you're 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 missing part of the picture. You're missing the part where you've got two alpha males going against each other. Candyman ain't gonna think of desire. He's gonna think of all the shit that he's had done to him, especially if he does try to torture him. Okay, hold on. Counterpoint. Counterpoint. Maybe last one. I'm not sure. Okay, so Candyman is just a evil spirit, essentially. Right, mm-hmm. called evil spirit versus a demon, which I mean, which is which is t- greater on the scale, demon evil spirit. The answer is demon. Pinhead wins. But see, <laughs> how can you actually say that whenever you got hoodoo coming at you? Okay. Not voodoo, hoodoo. Okay, demon trumps hoodoo. No, no. yes, no. Actually, hoodoo, hoodoo and trap demons. But it takes a lament configuration to get Pinhead to stop being on Earth. It takes a mirror. It it, it takes breaking a mirror to get rid of Candyman. Like, the the power differentials are really what's tripping me up on this one, because it just... Well, you know what? We've all made valid points. Right. But it comes down to, again, this is the Lord Humphrey Cup. It comes down to Lord Humphrey himself. Now, buddy, let me tell you. Let me ask you a question, because you've heard all these validated points. Has anything swayed? Can you make your final decision and call it? Well, I'm not the only one who who can be swayed here, though, because we're we're tied. But I have an unfortunate outcome. Uh Uh-oh. I didn't switch. But. I don't like this. I didn't switch. <laughs> and I can't believe I'm saying this. But Greg actually made a point that brought me back to 50%. And I'm still, I got the, I got the fucking collar pop to, to Candyman still, but I'm at 50%. I cannot believe 
that you were doing this right now. You're trying to steal the spotlight from me and put it all back on yourself, are you, Mikey? Okay, I get it. It's it's still your vote that did it, though. I'm back to 50. My vote's off the table now. I I, I just remember, you know, when when the arguments all started, Kat's first response, as far as any debate, is it ends in a double murder. <laughs> that is true. Why does it have to be a double murder? Why can't they decide to be friends? Maybe move because, into a nice little flat like the odd couple. Well, they, they would move into a nice little flat, and then they set it on fire, killing them both. Yeah, get matching Taco Bell tracks. Yeah, <laughs> I would watch that show, by the way. If that was a television show, I would watch it. That's the real outcome I want from this bracket. How do we make that show happen? Big Brother, except for Killers. Don't get me started on Big Brother. Oh, good Lord, please don't. Anyway. Yeah, what was the argument that that swayed you? Greg's point of Pinhead being able to outlast Candyman. That's a hell of a point. And the only way I've been looking at it was Candyman getting that shot in. And although I think it would happen, but the reality of the situation has to bring me back to what if it doesn't? And there's, you know, there is room for if it doesn't, for sure. I think if it really does go a little bit of distance, Candyman's like Mike Tyson in this thing. He's not going to be able to go the full 12 rounds with somebody the caliber of Pinhead, I don't think. So I'm back in the middle. Are you trying to tell me you don't think Mike Tyson could take out Pinhead? Oh, absolutely. We're not talking about Mike Tyson. We're talking about any man don't have that bob and weave and then he's in your jaw, you know? Yeah, all right. It's a different story now. Just so we're on the same page there. Right. Agreed. Yeah, but neither does Pinhead. He just stands there and lets his minions do all his work. He's he's a a middle manager. He doesn't barely does anything himself. Hey, I mean, he, but he, when he needs to, though, it's on the table, you know? And, And again, I'm not happy about it, but I, I think I have to just fucking go for a 50% and a draw. Dude, I really, it was really that fucking close for me, you know? But that that distance thing, man, it kind of like I said with, um, uh, what we, when we talked about, uh, it goes back to Amanda and Lori Strode again. That other side of the fence is such a wide margin for me with the distance thing that if it's distance, I don't think Candyman wins at all. As opposed to it being close. And you were talking about that one shot. That is not right. the kind of killing that Candyman usually does. No, no. Well, yeah, right. That's true, too. Yeah, that's true. I'm not saying he couldn't do it, but you're right. like, it's not one of those. You said you think he definitely gets that kill shot, and I'm not I'm not sure he does. Doesn't he slaughter a whole bunch of drug dealers that threaten his, his object of focus? But they don't all instantly die. Like, she blacks out and wakes up in a room with like three dead bodies all around. But they bled out. Like I, I, we don't see them bleed out. I assume, uh, based off of the other deaths that we've seen, because she blacks out. That it could have been fifteen minutes. It could have been like five seconds, and they're all instantly slayed. And I'm wrong. It could have been like hours. Have you seen the size of that hook? If he just gets that into your gut and swings left or right, if it's just bowels coming but out. That's if he gets it there. Yeah, if. <laughs> and and, and again, I'm but not saying doesn't. it's guaranteed, but I would give it a 65% chance he does. And in that scene in question, she blacks out. So we don't really know what happened. She could have just killed them all herself. Yeah. I, I don't know. 
Okay, so who wins? I think it ends with a fucking pinhead win, man, because he Rob tied it with pinhead. So if I'm retracting, yeah, it goes, it goes to fucking pinhead. You're not allowed to change the vote when it after the emperor as his ballot. <laughs> I have to though, man. Like, like I said, everything is so close for me. But the only thing that has a wide margin of victory for either side is that distance. And if it go, if everything else is so close in my head, in my scenario, but then it goes to that, it's over. You know, it's so close. But I think Pinhead fucking takes it, man. Just be on on my front for me with that alone. You know it. It brings it back to narrow for me. I think I think Pinhead wins too. I'm not happy about it. And I'm not happy about it because I love Cameron. But yeah, fucking Pinhead wins the whole goddamn Humphrey Cup. Should have been Robert the Tires turning with the tape. No. Mikey, you're going to have to explain this to your boy, Tony. Uh, I'm not going to tag him in this tweet. <laughs> <laughs> you think I won't? Oh, no. oh, you snitching bastard! You <laughs> wow. Hey, I'm the edit- I'm, I'm the editor. I got to report to news. <laughs> I might have to block Tony Todd. <laughs> or he may block you. I know. I know. If he if Matt, listen, if he unfollows me because of all this, I'll be beside myself. Like this whole tournament would be a oh god. That was the longest debate I think we've had about. I mean, that took as long as one round. I think. Yeah, Jeez. that's what I said. This is the fight going to round ten. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it's uh, that close. This ain't no uh, Jake Paul boxing match. Oh God! <laughs> I really, I, I did. A, I wanted Pinhead to win it. I or uh, Candyman to win it, but I just, I don't. Uh, everything points to Pinhead in my in my mind. I guess that's it. it Pinhead has won the Lord Humphrey Cup, the most prestigious yeah. award in all of horror. I'm not even fucking. on the last episode you finally broke me down at the end i couldn't make it i I want it on the record i didn't do like any um i I did my best not to pander to rob for the votes but you know what i'm in a good mood um lord humphrey cup to pay damn it (laughs) i love it everybody's on board this is no i'm not i'm off the boat you guys do realize he's now going to go to a trophy shop and actually make the Lord. Oh, oh, absolutely. Right? We're going to have to mail it to Doug Bradley. Oh. <laughs> I'm sure I'll put it on his mantle. I'm disappointed. I thought I was going to get mailed to my Cenobite doll, but that's that's fine. Right. <laughs> I'm going to count how many times that shit was said in the show, by the way. I should bleep every time. Oh, stop it. No, what you should do is go through and get it all, put it into a YouTube video, and just call it the Lord Humphrey Cup super supercut. Into a super YouTube video? What do you think I've been doing all fucking day? Jesus. This is the bonus video. How many times? I just have like a little counter every time it's said. South Park style. All right, guys, that's it. That That's it. This was, you know, honestly, though, I, I, I do like that we did this. Uh, it's kind of like a almost like a reunion kind of sort of the 100th episode, which is kind of cool in itself. But most importantly, and the real guts of this whole tournament is fans being passionate about these guys. And I've always said that horror characters, they they just have that, that deeper connection with their fan than any character from any genre. And I think we proved that today. And I think we proved that throughout this tournament. 
with everybody on Twitter, uh, from Nesto to Jinkster to everybody here and, and a bunch of other people. I mean, I, I've seen people we've never interacted with before <laughs> going on and on about this thing. So I, I think that's what this is all about. And you know, as, as much pain as it caused, I, I do think it was kind of fun. Yeah, especially since we did get to honor the Lord Humphreys Cup. Amber's got fucked yeah. up. And, it was, I mean, um... and on top of that, like most of the best points were made by me. Oh, Look, I, Greg, yeah, I will, I will uh, give a, a hat tip to Greg. He he brought some stuff this episode. Of course, he always does. Yeah, he brought it. Greg definitely brings it. Just he brings it in two bags. One of them was the good bag. The other one was the shit bag. I don't know which one, <laughs> which which bag he's gonna throw shit out at you from. No, it's either it's either the right bag or the wrong bag. Mm. And uh, your tournament proves by Freddy Krueger not winning the whole thing. That's the wrong bag, but that's fine. <laughs> figures the <laughs> figures the Lord Humphrey Cup would 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 go to you know Pinhead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, the Pinhead's worthy of the Lord Humphrey Cup. You bet he's not worthy of good good sequels. It, it, no, not at all. <laughs> it makes sense to award a, a trophy named after me to a pervert. It, it, there's a lot of irony going on yeah, in this tournament towards you. Now, I think final thoughts on this whole thing is um, I am glad we did it, and I look forward to never doing it again. <laughs> I mean, you are glad we did it, though. I mean, I guess. <laughs> no, seriously, this was a great idea, you guys. This was this like no, it's really, gotta be it's gotta really be defended put, every year now. This really put a platform out for slasher radio when you think about it, because I mean, who else is gonna do this shit? We didn't even want to fuck. <laughs> Nobody else was dumb won. enough to do this. <laughs> yeah. After about four rounds of this thing, we didn't want to do it anymore. And then and then next time you can actually like put better characters in. I don't oh. know, like Sam, like Sam from Trick or Treat. I, yeah, I, still I do say like Sam. World Series that little, that, listen, that little demon kid, whatever it is, yes. Oh, fuck shit up. Yeah, I do, yeah. I do like Sam. We also did. We missed um, uh, Bones from the Snoop Dogg movie. Yeah. Oh, we did. And four twenty oh, was this yeah. one. Man, what the hell, Mikey? I know. My bad. Yeah, I should have caught that one. It done fucked it up. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, Kat, do you have any final thoughts on this whole shit commibble we've been doing? No, I, it's one of those things. I'm glad we did it. I would be okay if we never did again. Um, I, this time next year, if I had to do it again, uh, I would rally, but I'm uh, no sooner. This was, uh, <laughs> this was stressful. Uh, it was hard. It brought out a very competitive side of myself that I don't like. And uh, I didn't like it I, either. But that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> that's more than fair. <laughs> um, but I, I think it's it goes to what you said. Like the fans get very passionate about these characters, and that's you know. So it's about yeah. You know what I always say: fuck the fans. <laughs> <laughs> he literally does say that all yeah. the time. Look, guys, everyone listen to the show. Yeah, I, I got a little pillow made that says that. <laughs> I could so picture Rob going to sleep in a pair of Jason socks, laying his head on a fuck the fans pillow. I really could picture it. It was perfect. All right. Well, that is fucking it for this damn tournament. Uh, I actually do have something exciting to announce. I, I don't. I don't know exactly if it should be announced yet, but fuck it. 
What? Oh, Rob hasn't checked his Twitter. Oh. <laughs> is there something I should know? Yeah, yeah there, there is something you should know. Uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, go ahead. Let, let, Jesus. Jesus, you guys did a lot of talking while I was asleep. Yeah, yeah. Wait for it. It's almost like he should have been awake and prepping for the episode. Pray <laughs> and prep, okay? <laughs> yeah, right. I'm, I'm drinking tequila and smoking a joint. What the fuck prep do you take? I was making hot chocolate two minutes before I had to send you guys this link. Oh, wow. Okay. You, you see that, Rob? I do see that. Right. Hey, Mikey, yeah. can I say something? Yes. I just want to say thank you, man. This was really cool bringing, bringing us all together. And especially for this episode. And I just want to say thank you, man. I appreciate all that you do. You and Robin Kett. Especially me. And Chris, you know I love you. Hey, it's the first episode you've made it to the end with me sober. <laughs> I know, right? That's so weird because our hundreds I was stoned out of my mind and drunk. You were drunk. I was blacking out I was blacking out by the end of this. <laughs> yeah, would you join a program, Chris? Hell no, huh? Okay. Winners never quit. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that I think that that and I not for nothing. It was really Rob's idea, you know. Like it, it goes into stuff with you know just planning the show that we got to do, and it's like you know a couple of matchups, even though it turned out not to be. But you know, it, it it's a short show, got to fill time, blah blah blah. But I mean, we we like spending time with you guys, man. Like we try and interact on Twitter the best we can, and all that with everybody who listens to the show. And yeah, I mean, we spent our hundredth episode, you know. Yeah. With, with everybody you know like that was i mean we've had big episodes before uh john casier came uh sent in something for that and you know like it was a good time and all but i mean i think the most fun was just spending with you guys even though or as rob says fuck the fans yeah fuck them <laughs> uh-huh. all right so uh, yeah okay that's a cool announcement that, that you're gonna make it was more news to rob than anybody else <laughs> yeah it was <laughs> So, oh shit! Now I lost the fucking email. Yeah, I I don't know if this really should be announced yet. It, 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 at the worst case scenario, it would be a premature uh, announcement as far as the date it's going to happen. But it's looking like next week we are going to have Stephen Kyoto on the show, uh, the director of Killer Clowns from Outer Space, the writer for Critter Three. And uh, the special effects for all the Critters movies. Ernest Scared Stupid, one of my personal favorites. So this is going to be awesome that we're going to get to talk to him. And there's been a lot of speculation about a new Killer Clowns from Outer Space. So Looking forward to that. Maybe we'll get some background on that. I don't know. But that should be next week. Uh, we're still working with uh, Steven on his his uh, you know his schedule and all this stuff. So... It might be later on, but we're we're it's looking like next week. So. Yeah, and if that's not next week, then we'll be talking about the movie Slacks. Yes. Fuck me. Yes. <laughs> oh God, that's a good movie. Well, we both had a surprise today. Right? <laughs> I didn't know. We were, I didn't know that was the backup plan. Good to know. Uh, all right, guys. So go check us out on Twitter at Slasher Radio. Go to slasherradio.com. Check out all our interviews. Poor Tony Todd. You can check out our interview with him a while back. Runner-up for the Murder Madness tournament. Lord Humphrey Cup. There you go. <laughs> I, don't know. I didn't even have to do it. I love it. <laughs>
I, I, and I stopped for a second. Was happy you did. It's sweeping the nation. <laughs> mm. Uh, go check us out on Twitch. I throw down also Friday the 13th. Been whooping ass lately. Just want to mention. Uh, that's Twitch TV forward slash slash radio. You can follow me on Twitter at Mikey's Dead. Uh, Rob, where are you at? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Radio Rob123. You can listen to my other show, This Horror Life, wherever you are listening to Slasher Radio. Vinonize, Vinonize, a cat. Where are they finding you? You can find me on Twitter at cat underscore velour, V O L E U R. Uh, also, check out the channel I write for over on YouTube, Blood Binge. Mm-hmm. And her wacky Friday the 13th character rate. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know you guys were going to get that mad about that one. <laughs> it's Crazy Ralph. Everybody loves Crazy Ralph. I love Crazy Ralph. It doesn't make him a good person. It makes him a good character. I want you guys to know real quick. I, I know we're wrapping up, but I want you to know, I woke up <laughs> at 7.30 in the morning after being up until 2 something in the morning, sitting on my toilet, reading about crazy ralph in this fucking twitter dm it was the most i was so annoyed with both of you that that was even in existence at that point in time is the most ridiculous argument uh anyway chris greg amber thank you guys so much for joining us today it's fun as always been a pleasure thank you very much uh chris do you want to you guys want to let everybody know where they can check you out on twitter on Twitter, I'm at IRChris, and I do occasionally write for Slash Radio when something in the news is worth my attention. Or if you feel like typing out demonic taint and publishing it for the world. To... I'm hiding it in the code at this point. <laughs> I have to reformat the whole site now. Right. Greg, Amber, do you want to give me your shiznit? Sure. It's Never Quit Six on Twitter. Very, very influential. Yeah, well, I don't plan on quitting. And so. you're on TikTok, too. And I am on TikTok. Yeah. TikTok What's your is TikTok? Darth Gregor. Of course it is. Well, listen, you know what it is? It's just a hard question of the day. That's all I do. Is that G-R-E-G-E-R or O-R, like the Irish guy that punches people? Like the Irish guy who punches people. <laughs> okay, fair. Amber, where, where are they finding you on Twitter? Amber Scroggin 6. There you go. All right, guys, I am so glad this is over. Congratulations to Pinhead. I'm sorry to Tony Todd, Candyman. I, I'm so sorry, but this was fun. And check us out next week. Good night from Slasher Radio. I'm going to do a TikTok right now. All the best with Slasher Radio Podcast. Just in from the awesome family dinner department. Chicken tenders are a win. And they're now on sale at Shaw's. That's right. Today through Thursday, pick up fresh chicken tenders for only $2.97 a pound. Limit two packages. Serve chicken tenders with fries, with coleslaw, with potato wedges. You name it, your family will love it. Pick up in store or for convenient curbside pickup and delivery options, order online at Shaw's.com. Shaw's, the official supermarket of the WEEI Red Sox Network.
This just in from the awesome family dinner department. Chicken tenders are a win, and they're now on sale at Shaw's. That's right. Today through Thursday, pick up fresh chicken tenders for only $2.97 a pound. Limit two packages. Serve chicken tenders with fries, with coleslaw, with potato wedges. You name it, your family will love it. Pick up in store or for convenient curbside pickup and delivery options, order online at Shaw's.com. Shaw's, the official supermarket of the WEEI Red Sox Network. This just in from the awesome family dinner department. Chicken tenders are a win, and they're now on sale at Shaw's. That's right. Today through Thursday, pick up fresh chicken tenders for only $2.97 a pound. Limit two packages. Serve chicken tenders with fries, with coleslaw, with potato wedges. You name it, your family will love it. Pick up in store or for convenient curbside pickup and delivery options. Order online at Shaw's.com. Shaw's, the official supermarket of the WEEI Red Sox Network. This just in from the awesome family dinner department. Chicken tenders are a win, and they're now on sale at Shaw's. That's right. Today through Thursday, pick up fresh chicken tenders for only $2.97 a pound. Limit two packages. Serve chicken tenders with fries, with coleslaw, with potato wedges. You name it, your family will love it. Pick up in store or for convenient curbside pickup and delivery options. Order online at Shaw's.com. Shaw's, the official supermarket of the WEEI Red Sox Network. Why do you guys Krampus. do this to me? Krampus. Because we love you. Let's not Hold on. Uh, just listen. Just like real sports that use real trophies, like the Lord Humphrey Cup, you have to season them out once per season. You know, I mean, I, I'm really going to have to now count every fucking time this was said. Because it's going to bother me if I don't. So you guys just gave me more shit to do. You're welcome. You're gonna you're gonna count all the times people said the Lord Humphrey Cup. I mean, it's gonna be kind of tough to count all the times people Thanks, said Chris. Lord Humphrey Cup. Is he Cup. talking about the Lord Humphrey Cup? Chris? <laughs> I'm sorry, wait, the Lord Humphrey Cup? You mean the prestigious, <laughs> the prestigious and most desired award for the award, the Lord Humphrey Cup that everybody wants? I know that's all anybody's talking about is the Lord Humphrey Let's Cup. Let's not be mean, so Mikey. Let's not say the Lord Humphrey Cup anymore. <laughs> It'd be a real shame if it started trending on Twitter. <laughs> if that day ever comes, I swear to God. If that's the only <laughs> thing that comes from this show, I would be furious. I hope that's no. it. <laughs> no. Oh. We had way different ideas no, for that, no, no, that no, sentence. No. I better not. If I ever wake up and see the Lord Humphrey Cup trending on Twitter, I'd be so happy and angry at the same time. I might just... Right, I ordered the Jason plushie, so we're all set, guys. They also have a Freddy and a Sean. I know, I saw those. You can get Sean. Oh, I saw those. <laughs> but I, I had to go with my boy Jason. Good for you. I was going to say, I think Fangoria does that, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. The Golden Rob. Oh no, no. Rob. <laughs> what the fuck? Imagine just a golden trophy of Rob. I'm already am way ahead of you. <laughs> it, that sounds like the trophy you would get for losing a fantasy football league. Oh, Nothing come on. Now. It's like the worst trophy ever. <laughs> it's just a punishment to even have around.
<laughs> the second two. So wait, three in total. Nice. One the hell's a Zoom bullshit. Hi, Rob. Are you saying What's you prefer on, Zencaster? <laughs> I was just surprised. That's all. Well, it's easier. People are on mobile, and I don't think they support oh. that shit yet. I'm on mobile. See. Uh, Rob, you just missed uh, Michael Myers getting trashed. Uh, Greg admitted that Resurrection was a good movie. And... What? No. Whoa, no. Whoa, what? whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I didn't say it was a good movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, said, I, I said it's a tolerable film and I can fall asleep to it. His fucking white horse now. Now it works. <laughs> Great. Don't let the truth get in the way of a good story, Greg. Leave it alone. <laughs> I can't believe you gave up on your boy Candyman like that, Mikey. Dude, threw him under the bus. So disappointing. He's like, I, I thought I we were put friends. Put it aside, man. Like, dude, like I said, I want the Candyman. I love Candyman. Yeah, he's so did always, I. He's always been one of my favorites. He was another one when I was young. My mom loved Candyman, so I watched it a lot. It killed me to do it, but I had to be honest. Dad's got her little plushie back out. She's like, I did just find out today because uh, we were talking about it as a joke, but I, you can buy pinhead plushes. <laughs> I have the Nika one or the Nika, how you I, I just saw it. And also, uh, the website says, Welcome to the Cuddle Cult, which is the most terrifying thing I've ever seen on a uh, web store. I need one. <laughs> the hell? You find the weirdest shit to spend your money on. <laughs> Rob, I'd imagine you are part of the cuddle cult. No? I just found out about it, but I'll be signing up soon. <laughs> this just in from the awesome family dinner department. Chicken tenders are a win, and they're now on sale at Shaw's. That's right. Today through Thursday, pick up fresh chicken tenders for only $2.97 a pound. Limit two packages. Serve chicken tenders with fries, with coleslaw, with potato wedges. You name it, your family will love it. Pick up in store or for convenient curbside pickup and delivery options, order online at Shaw's.com. Shaw's, the official supermarket of the WEEI Red Sox Network. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 